While spending some time with Holy Spirit, he shared with me something that he absolutely hates. Now, I was a little surprised when he used that word, but after hearing what he had to say, I completely agree with him. Welcome back to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard. Let's get started. Welcome to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. My name is Shane Gerhard, and I have been developing my gift of hearing Holy Spirit's voice for almost seven years now. Over those years, I've had some amazing success, but I've also made a lot of mistakes and had a lot of failures. But each time I fail, I turn to Holy Spirit and see what He has to say. This podcast gives you a look into my life as I walk out my successes and my failures with my relationship with Holy Spirit. Let's get started. Now, before I get in to what Holy Spirit was sharing with me that He absolutely hates, let's give you a little feedback on something that had happened in results with the wins and some failures in regards to the previous episodes. Now, in a couple episodes ago, I explained the situation where I was almost overcome with lust and I wanted to look at porn, but then I received a vision that allowed me to overcome it. And what it was, was seeing my future family And being in a position where it's like, wow, am I really going to be struggling with lust while I'm married? And it was through this that I was able to pull on it. And it was had further results because as I was going through the rest of my week, there was a couple of times where I'm just, it's the end of my day. I'm tired. Uh, Usually it's when I'm hungry or maybe I have like a movie going on and, or I'm scrolling on Facebook. That's, that's honestly my weakness is when I mindlessly begin to scroll Facebook and the thoughts started coming up again, but I was able to pull on that image. Just like Holy Spirit was saying that it was going to become an anchor for me to be able to pull me out of those situations. It was. I was able to find some success in not looking at porn and not giving into lust. And there was two specific circumstances that played out that I was able to pull on this image. And since then, I haven't had any desires. It was, you know, an immediate battle. And once the battle is won, it's like I'm going through this rest period, this rest period, which it's not hitting me. It's like I shaked it off and it's off me right now, which is a great feeling. Now, if you don't know what anchoring is, make sure to go back to one of my previous episodes called Anchor, where I go fully into detail about it. But simply put, it's you setting yourself in a truth that can pull you out of sticky situations. That is the brief summary of it, but I have a full 20-minute episode doing a deep dive into exactly what anchoring is. Now, I've mentioned multiple times, especially in that episode where I got that vision, that you have to have a foundation set up to where you're meeting with Holy Spirit continuously. And there was a truth in the last episode that I shared where You must have a desire to hear Holy Spirit's voice to begin to hear his voice. And the desire that I've had in my heart is, Holy Spirit, how can I hear you more throughout the day? And it was a simple, simple truth of set time throughout the day to just meet with me, to just be with me, and then have the desire to hear me throughout the day. The foundation is what will set up for the rise of hearing him throughout the day. And 
I can say that there has been some amazing success in this. With my intentionality to hear him more throughout the day, it's created a place where Holy Spirit's speaking to me without me even seeking him out to hear what he has to say. Let me give you an example. I was driving the other night, and I don't know about you, but I actually get really irritated when I'm behind slow drivers, uh, specifically when they're driving below the speed limit and there's no way I can pass them. I, I'm working on it. I do not have victory in that area yet, but I was getting just irritated. I'm like, come on, speed up. At least go the speed limit. At least go the speed limit. And I'm just getting a little irritated, and I'm sitting there, and then I just heard Holy Spirit speak up. I didn't turn to Holy Spirit. I didn't say, Holy Spirit, how do I handle this situation? Uh, in the moment, I was a little fine with just being irritated, but I heard him speak up, and he said, Shane, how often do you drive below the speed limit? of your life. I'm like, what the heck? What are you talking about? Try below the speed limit of my life? That doesn't even make sense. He's like, no, think about it. When you are working towards your purpose or you just set your mind to do some work in, in whatever aspect it may be, you're moving down a line. You're moving forward towards the progression of that goal, right? And you tend to keep a constant speed while going and attaining after your goal, attaining after your purpose. But every single time that you go under, uh, let me rephrase, every time that you begin to procrastinate or every time you get distracted, any of these types of situations, you go under the speed limit. So when you're working towards your purpose, you get distracted, you just drop below the speed limit. You're working towards your purpose. You're working towards a goal. You're working, just working. And you procrastinate what you need to get done. You're going below the speed limit. Now, not only did this resonate with me, because I'm thinking of all these different times where I'd rather watch a movie or I'd rather play a game or I'd rather do all these different things and what I really should be producing, what I should be creating, what I should be working on. And it also brought peace to my heart because now I wasn't irritated at this person going below the speed limit because <laughs> I'm just like, oh no, I've definitely gone below the speed limit. I have not done what I should be doing. I, I've been stalling, procrastinating in all these different circumstances. I was like, oh, darn it. And it brought peace to my heart in the situation because when you can't see your blind spot, you can't work on your blind spot. You need someone that you trust to be able to speak in your life and reveal things to you that you're not currently seeing. And in the moment, I wasn't really understanding the effects of procrastination. I never really saw it as an aspect of, oh, if I go below, if I'm not doing it, then I'm actually driving below a speed limit. I'm not moving as fast as I could be. Because, I mean, how many of us drive five miles over the speed limit or more, even on the freeways? It's like the flow of traffic could be going at 80, but the speed limit's at 65. and here I am, speed limit 65, and I'm going 50. There's a problem there. So he was able to speak in this and allowed me to actually grow in this area. So it was through these foundations of meeting him throughout the day and then also intentionally seeking him out throughout the day that allowed him to speak to me without me even searching for him. 
And since then, it's been continuously going on where he just began to speak up to me, to begin to speak up. So I had some victory in the area where I'm able to pull on a foundation of vision that he gave me to go out. And I do count this as a victory of being able to hear his voice, but it's also he's revealing my weaknesses. He's revealing my internal failures that I'm now able to work on. So I consider that a win-win. Now, I was spending time with the Holy Spirit, and it was one of those moments where you have absolutely no question that he's there or not, right? You don't have to question it. You're like, yes, this is the moment where I'm with Holy Spirit. Because not only are you... Let me let me kind of set the stage here and give you an idea. When Holy Spirit's in the room, you know it. You feel it, you sense it, and your mind shifts to it. Your mind doesn't get distracted with the things of the world. You don't get distracted with what you need to do. You don't get distracted with anything else on your mind. The only thing on your mind is Holy Spirit because it's almost like if you're walking through the day and you're getting all this dirt on you and you're so concerned, you're sweating. So now the dirt's all sticky and it's just rubbing all against you and it feels uncomfortable. You can feel the dirt. You know it. You, you know you're walking around. It's like Holy Spirit is the shower that comes on you and it completely washes it, washes it away. And so because it's gone, you have no focus on it. So when Holy Spirit shows up in the room, he essentially washes off the dirt of the world. He washes off your concerns, your agitations, your anxiety, whatever it may be, it goes away. And since it's not there, you have no focus on it. And because I didn't have a focus on it, I was solely focused on Holy Spirit. So when Holy Spirit shows up in the room, it's like taking a shower and washing away all the dirt of the world. So in this sense, my mind is only focused on Holy Spirit because he's removed everything else that is not him. And not only that, you can feel the presence of him. Imagine having your cell phone vibrating, and but it's inside your body. It's inside your legs. It's inside your, your belly. It's inside your arms. It's inside your head. Like Things are just kind of vibrating within you, and you could feel it coming out but also coming in. It's kind of like when you take two magnets and you flip them so they're going against each other and they push, right? So they're pushing in. So you're feeling this presence going in, you're feeling this presence going out. So my mind is solely focused on him, my body is focused on him, I can feel it going on, and I'm just experiencing this love for him. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I and and it's interesting because in these times, sometimes the issues of the heart arise and he just deals with it. Like it's not this place of shame, it's not this place of regret, it's not like you approach uh Imagine like your dog doing something bad and you're reprimanding him and he has his ears down and head down and he's like, I know I did wrong. It's not like that. It's like kind of a baby having a toy and it's broken and you're like, oh no. And then the parent comes and he's like, oh, don't worry. Let me just fix this really quick. And then gives a toy back to the baby or a child or whatever it may be. The child doesn't come with the shame of I broke this. He's like, oh, no, it's not working. And the parent comes. He's like, oh, let me fix this for you. Here you go. There, 
it's this sense of love. There's no uh, anxiety. There's no shame connected to it. So this is what I'm experiencing when my failures are arising. It's almost like, oh, darn it, I broke it. And God's coming like, oh, no worries. Let me fix this for you. And so I'm in this place where things are beginning to arise. And I'm noticing an internal issue of my own that led to what Holy Spirit hates. And I'm noticing these times, these, these images are arising in my head where I did not share the gospel. I did not talk about Jesus. I didn't even mention his name or I avoided or I kind of stepped around it because I knew the person either didn't like him or I knew, it, you know, you get these feelings around people. Maybe they're wrong feelings for me, uh, but I just get these emotions like this person does not have a good relationship with Jesus. He's been hurt by people who preach the name of Jesus. So I get this internal feeling like I'm just going to not touch this topic. And I'm getting these things in, and I heard the Holy Spirit speak out. He said, Shane, I hate it. I hate when people think they need more information or more knowledge or more this or more that before they can speak the name of Jesus. He said, all you need is the name of Jesus to speak out the name of Jesus. And I'm just melting inside. Because how many times have I avoided doing something? Like there's multiple times where I didn't want to go out and pray for the sick because I felt like I needed to watch some videos first. I needed to update my knowledge bank. I needed to go through all these different things in my head. Like, okay, well, what if I get in a situation where I need to share the gospel? Do I remember how to do it? Do I, I remember all this, this, and this? And you get so distracted. And there's so many people that I went to ministry school with that wouldn't go out and do outreach because they felt like they weren't equipped enough to go out and do outreach and just speak out the name of Jesus. Tell people, hey, Jesus loves you. Right? Because scripture says that Jesus, for God so loved the world, right? He so loved the world that he sent his son so he loved it in its current state he didn't love it because they did x y and z because they marked off this tally mark because they said this prayer because they went through these motions because they attended church on sunday when whatever it is he didn't love them he loved them before any of that he loves them unconditionally unconditionally means he'll love you no matter what you do he'll love you whether or not you choose him or not So there's multiple times in my life where I've avoided praying for someone, uh, uh, stepping out to get them healed, uh, stepping out to prophesy over them, stepping out to speak over what I hear Holy Spirit speaking over them, uh, just saying Jesus loves you. There's multiple times I've avoided this because I felt like I wasn't in the place to be ready for it. I needed to do something. I needed, oh, let me go pray for a little bit. Let me go do this. It's all these things in my mind that's prevented me from moving forward. So I'm getting cleaned inside. Like I said, it's handing something to God and him just being like, oh, yeah, that's not working. Let me fix this. Let me fix this really quick. It's not coming up with shame, but it's just like, oh, I got it wrong. I messed up but it's going to be okay. I can lay this at you. 
at your feet and I could trust you with it. So he's saying, I hate it when people think they need more of this, more of that before they can go. There's so many people that I went to ministry school that had done multiple, multiple years before they ever stepped out to preach the name of Jesus, to just say the name of Jesus on the streets to strangers, to their friends and family. We have this misconception that we have to know it all before we can do it, but that we have to have this degree. You know, I get asked all the time, did you go to ministry school to become a pastor, to run a church? Did you do, to do all this? I said, no, that is not the reason I went to ministry school. I didn't even get a credentials. I didn't get like a diploma. I didn't get a certificate saying I am now accredited pastor. I went solely to set up a proper foundation to have a better relationship with Jesus. It was like marriage counseling for three years. That's essentially what it was. I wanted marriage counseling for Jesus. I wanted a better relationship with him. I purely went to have relationship with Jesus, not to have credentials, not to run a church, not to do any of these different things. And so the Holy Spirit began to speak to me some more. He's After he's explained to me, like, I don't want you to be held up by this. He said, Shane, I want you to preach the name of Jesus more. He said, I want your world to be the name of Jesus. And he's saying to me, I'm here to preach the name of Jesus. Think about it. No one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. No one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit's here to speak the name of Jesus. He said, I'm here to preach the name of Jesus. Come with me. I'm going to do it. Come with me. Think about it. If I just introduce people to the Holy Spirit, they can now pronounce that Jesus is Lord. If they pronounce the name of Jesus is Lord, they can now receive Holy Spirit. It's this back and forth, which is so beautiful. And he's saying, he's like, this isn't just you. He said, come with me, come along with me and preach the name of Jesus. He said, I want the name of Jesus to consume you, to be your life. Because that is the foundation of everything we have here is the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Jesus is all. He is what matters. He is God. He is Lord. He is the most important of all. So I want to refresh and dive into this a little more. Don't think that you need credentials, that you need to know, have more and more and more to preach the name of Jesus. All you have to do is preach the name of Jesus. Say the name of Jesus. That all it's saying, stepping out and being like, hey, Jesus loves you. You don't have to know everything. From what it means, I give you permission to not know everything. We never will. I love the quote. The more you know, the more you realize you don't know. You can't know everything. All you need is the name of Jesus to preach the name of Jesus. It's so simple. It's like someone giving you a pen and saying, here's a pen. It's a really cool pen. Now go give that pen to someone. Now, you don't need to know where the pen was manufactured. You don't need to know what type of ink it is. You don't need to know 
what the weight of it is. You don't need to know the diameter diameter of it is. It is. You don't need to know who owned it before. You don't need to know anything about that pen. The instructions were, hey, go give this pen to someone. Okay. Walk on over. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, do you need a pen? Do you need a pen? Here's a pen. Do you want the pen? Now, when someone says no to your pen, doesn't mean they're saying no to you. It means they're saying no to the pen. There's no dependency on who you are. It's the dependency on what the pen is. So all you need to do is go up, hey, do you want the pen? Do you want the pen? Do you want the pen? It's so simple. It's so simple. So come with me. As I begin to preach the name of Jesus, as I begin to speak out the name of Jesus, because I've failed to this. I've fallen in this trap of thinking I needed more info before I could do something to move forward. That is not true. That is not true at all. So let's go out and preach the name of Jesus. <laughs> this is Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard. Thank you so much for listening in. And if you didn't hear, episodes are now officially coming out every Tuesday and Friday. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. If you're enjoying what you're listening to, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you want more content, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at DBD with Holy Spirit. See you there.